0: You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith, and this is my conversation with a bloke called Andrew Newfeld. He's the frontman for a band called Comeback Kid, and the reason for the conversation was to promote Comeback Kid's then-new in-market album called Outsider. Since the release of that album, they announced a tour across Australia, which occurs in May of 2018, with Silverstein. So it's an interesting conversation. Let's get to it. Here we go. Andrew, thanks so much for joining me. Um... Comeback Kid do have a new album called Outsider, and I believe it's your sixth full length and your first on Nuclear Blast. Now, as I mentioned uh, before the podcast episode got underway proper, it is an album steeped in the finest metallic hardcore traditions as far as I'm concerned. But how would you describe the album? Um, Yeah, I mean,
1: you know, we we kind of (laughs) went... Sorry, I can't fucking talk right now. Um, We... uh, (laughs) We kind of made a little bit of a change since our last record. Yeah, I know you just said that, you know, this is uh, the first time you've heard us. But, um, you know, we started out as a pretty melodic hardcore band um, straight out the gates. Uh, always very, you know, um, very true to some traditional hardcore roots. Um, but, you know, we've always had some like some punk rock leanings. Um, our last record, Knowing," was a lot more of a, like a metallic hardcore um, kind of sound, uh, very 90s influenced And what we did on that one, we did have some more melodic stuff, but we kind of ended up pushing some of that stuff to the back of that record. Whereas with Outsider, the new record, there was a few more cooks in the kitchen as far as songwriting Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, you know, performance-wise. And it was just a little bit more of a collaborative effort. And we kind of, I think we took a few more chances um, songwriting and we really kind of mixed up, um, you know, some of the melodic stuff with the really, really heavy stuff. On the record, uh, but still, like, really, really being conscious about who Comeback Kid is and the sound that we've created because we don't really want to. We still want to stay pretty true to that, um, and you know, we just really focused on making some themes more obvious on this record, and hmm. um, and just you know, uh, trying to write the best record we could. For, and so,
0: yeah. So you mentioned themes there. There is a theme across the album, then.
1: Um, I think just more so um not not like as far as like a a the, an album theme in in a like topic but just as far as the songwriting and in the song structures you know making the chorus is really really obvious and um and just you know making um certain features really really stick out whereas you know sometimes in the past you know we'd have just one really cool part on a song or something but we'd you know it would just kind of be before the breakdown or something but you know we're just really trying to own in our on our songwriting and and, uh, and, you know, really, really um, make something
0: that's going to, uh, you know, be catchy and, and be, be connecting with the audience in, in a live setting. So, mate, you've been in the band since the very beginning, first as the rhythm guitarist, I understand, um, and then you became the band's vocalist when former vocalist Scott Wade left in 2006. Were you always a singer or was it one of those things where you were thrust into the limelight out of necessity?
1: Yeah, I've always been I was a singer before Comeback Kid. Actually, Comeback Kid kind of got a little bit of a jump start early on um back when we started touring in 2003 because um the other founding member of Comeback Kid and I, Jeremy, had um had another older band called Figure 4 and that was like a more like that was the, the first band that we kind of got touring um, you know, in Canada and the US and in Europe. And uh, through booking tours with them and stuff, I kind of, it kind of gave Comeback Kid a bit of a spring, a spring shot, like a, uh, uh, you know, it was Mm -hmm. pretty, I could use all those contacts from my previous band to kind of get Comeback Kid going. So it was a little easier the second time around.
0: Yeah, fair enough, mate. And look, I do need to ask this question since we're having a chat you were signed or the band was signed to victory records for a number of years. And the label founder in the last 12 months has come under very heavy criticism for the way that he managed a label through the years that I think in particular, you were signed as a band to victory. What was your experience with Tony and the label?
1: Um, he's a, he's a pretty interesting character, but, um, you know, I think the thing about victory was, um, there, there's been a lot of people over the years that have come and gone, um, and some people that are still there, that have really, really uh, supported our band and looked after our band and given us help anytime, and, and you know, mm. actually genuinely believed in our band. uh You know, especially like the A and R who originally signed us and is right. still there. He's he's always been a big, huge supporter and super genuine. Um, No matter what is going on with Tony, there has been a lot of love uh, at Victory for for the band, and they've definitely Wonderful. helped us yeah, out a lot. Cool.
0: So yeah. All right. Do you know if Tony is still at the label, or uh, I can't find anything online? That's the only reason I ask someone who might know.
1: I'm. I, I. I would assume so. I mean, they made an offer for us for this last record, and he was right in there. So
0: mm. he was pretty bummed
1: out. He was pretty pissed off when we didn't sign with them. So.
0: Mm. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Um, inspirations. Who are the band's inspirations and influences?
1: Um, I mean, you know, we grew up on on. Like I, like I said, we, we grew up on some traditional hardcore bands that we look up to would be, you know, um, Sick of It All and Madball, yeah, Gnostic Front, that, yeah. um Um But also, you know, we kind of grew up on that skate punk stuff. We're from the same hometown as a band called Propagandhi. Um, yeah, great band. Lo- yeah, you, you know, yeah they kind of they 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 got us some of us into like punk rock early on being from their hometown and, and you know they're still doing the band they, they, we were actually in uh in our in the rehearsal space writing our record and they were in the room next to us writing their record and they they're putting out some singles currently right now too so it's pretty cool to see those guys uh doing their thing and uh you know just bands like that and you know no effects and even um and then you know later on all the a lot of the modern stuff still influences us as well you know like bands like no warning and uh, it's cool to see you know trapped under ice doing shit again and yes. um, yep. you know and and then but, but a lot but a lot of us like a lot of the songwriting even for me like I'll take inspiration from a song that would be like you know I'll be like oh here's the oasis song you know what i mean and it, it'll never end up sounding like oasis but <laughs> of my initial riff will have like a riff that's kind of like that you know what i mean yeah. or you know i've ripped off everything from you know you know, Exodus to Tegan and Sarah,
0: so I'd say. Tegan and Sarah, there you go. <laughs> They're Canadian, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, you know, I've seen them. I haven't seen them in Australia, but randomly I've got this thing with the band, or not recently, but over the years I've bumped into them two or three times uh, in hotels throughout Australia. Don't know what that's about, but yeah, I've just seen them oh. sort of walk past me and it's like, I know them because they used to get a lot of radio play on a station in Australia, our so-called independent or youth station called Triple J. Um, so you knew who they were um, if you followed what Triple J were doing. So yeah, that was interesting. But um, mate, let's talk about yeah. uh, let's talk about the age-old punk versus metal tribal division. And in my view, that's more or less a thing of the past in 2017, or is it? So what's mm-hmm. your, what's your experience as a metallically enshrined punk band over the years? Are there any issues that shows between the two tribes?
1: Um. I mean, hardcore is kind of right. Isn't pretty much hardcore the kind of marriage between punk and metal? Really, I feel like you know we're a hardcore band, but essentially we're just a punk metal band. Um, you know, I think we take we take some of the best from both worlds. But uh, in the grand scheme, I don't know if you're gonna have to put a count to it. You, I think maybe you know I don't know if it, this is in my life, but metal metal's one man like you can't.
0: <laughs> compete
1: with the sheer, sheer power of metal in festivals
0: no, I agree. and all that
1: mm. throughout throughout the rest of the world it is it is one of the biggest styles of music in the world and we see that with our own eyes when we're going to these festivals in Europe you know you know seeing like bands play for so many people, um, and you know, there's a few punk bands that can do it, and then there's the punk ones that have gone the more mainstream approach. But mm. you know, it's cool to see No Effects or The Descendants being able to, you know, fill up 2,000 people in a venue or something. But metal's just this next level, dude. It's like the long hairs don't care, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree with that. Yeah, look, I haven't actually. I've never asked the question in almost 200 interviews with musicians. Um, and and you know a small segment of which or a small portion of which uh, have a foot in both the metal and punk camp. I've never asked it, but I thought you'd be a good a good reference point there because I'm certainly hearing or uh, a good person to ask a question of actually because I'm certainly hearing punk influences in the music. So I thought occasionally you might get that you know that hardcore exploited fan that still thinks that or well, you know they dress up like it's 1982.
1: Yeah. You know. No, for sure. Uh, I like that though. I like I like I, I like the uh, you know fucking go all in. You know
0: yeah agreed i like when i see it too it means someone's living the life the way that they want to lead it usually in my experience because music fans we music fans and music creators we're a pretty specific bunch aren't we um in that music is our life you know there's not a lot else i mean there are Ah. other things of course you know go fishing or dirt biking or whatever it might be but music is a central thing that runs through our life like a narrative
1: definitely and if you can wear that on your sleeve or on in your fashion whatever more power to you i think
0: yep so, mate, you toured Europe with Ewingsdale's finest, Parkway Drive. What are your memories of the tour? Um,
1: I guess we've toured with them a couple times now. Uh, not in a while, though. I mean, we, I remember on the, there was a, there's a tour that, that goes on now that, you know, it's called uh, Never Say Die in Europe. And it's hmm. a huge kind of tour that our, that our booking agent puts on. And we actually did the very first one. Um, and Parkway Drive played under us. And actually we ended up taking parkway drive when they first came to um, america we um there was like a five band bill that we were headlining and we had parkway drive as the first band paying them out of our pockets um, on that tour turned out that right. uh, our old bass player mar- married their drummer's sister so that's like a weird connection that yeah, we wow, have with okay. them yep. um, um so yeah it's just it's been it's incredible to see them Blow up to, into the band that they've become. I mean, we—I would have never dreamed that, and but uh, definitely extremely proud of those guys.
0: Yeah, we forget they're Australian a lot of the time, such as their um, touring schedule overseas and the like. And, uh, they only, they... The, the, the,
1: the rest of the world doesn't forget that, though. <laughs> it's pretty obvious to us, man. <laughs>
0: <Cool. coughs> Sorry, I've got a when, virus. When you up,
1: when you, got, when you got the palm trees and, like, board shorts on stage, you're like, all right, I know where this man's from.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're, they're from a part of the world that I'm near, actually. I'm in the state of Queensland, and they're in far north the New South Wales, Ewingdale, or Byron Yeah, Bay. no,
1: I, I know... I know Byron Bay for
0: sure. Oh, there you go, mate. Yeah, you know all about it then. So that's a pretty yeah. interesting part of the world at the best of times, actually, down there. So it gets a lot of uh, Hell yeah. pretty interesting yeah, you know,
1: yeah, Beach Hotel, maybe go check out some bands there or
0: something. <laughs> yeah, you know all about it. <laughs> yeah. So on that note, mate, what's your relationship been with Australia and Australian fans over the years?
1: Um, we, have a, you know, we have a pretty long-standing history in, in Australia. We're, I think you know our first time there was in 2005 and I can't I can't even count how many times I've been there um you know uh yeah I've I've had for you know not to go into too much detail but I've had like relationships in Australia and spent a lot of time there um on and off yep. tour um and uh we've we've toured there on every record cycle and maybe even more than once. And, you know, I've been there with other projects as well. So I, uh, I'm pretty, pretty intertwined with the country um, and have a great time there. I just like, I guess the biggest challenge is just getting back there. It's just so far and expensive. So it has to just make yeah. sense. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, totally. Mate, I better wrap things up. I've come to the end of my 15 minutes, but I do want to ask you three questions that I do ask all of my interview subjects. So, uh, no hear me, hear me here me if you can and play along. So the first question is, if you could just describe yourself in three words, what would you? What words would you choose to use?
1: Um, ambitious, um, embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, fuck! I'm, I'm doing myself a solid, giving myself ambitious here. It's uh, <laughs> a good
0: one, actually. I don't think I've had that one. You
1: know. I'll try to get another value in there. Uh, Ambitious, embarrassing, and...
0: uh, 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 interesting. (sighs) I was just saying, I was about to say interesting. No, 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 I would say interested,
1: (laughs) but I would say more so interesting.
0: Yeah, that's what I was about to say, actually, on the same page.
1: When we were writing our record, in, the, the word "interesting" didn't always mean a good thing. It was, uh, you know, like <laughs> when someone would write something you weren't sure about. You're like, "That's
0: uh, interesting," yeah. you know. That's the <laughs> passive-aggressive way of saying, "Not, don't like that," you know. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so the next question I've got for you is: If you could go back to when you're 18 and give yourself some advice, what do you think you'd say?
1: Jesus isn't real. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fair enough. All right. Final question. Here we go. The big one. (laughs) This one's a bit stock standard, but still I'm always interested to hear the responses to this one. If you could invite invite five guests, living or dead, Mm -hmm. from any time in history to a dinner, who would you invite? Five guests from history? Yeah, from any time in history, so living or dead. So you can invite Justin Trudeau or whoever, Madonna, whoever, or Jesus. (laughs) Oh, damn. Madonna? Or oh, anybody. I was just making the point that you could invite W's- anybody you wanted. Yeah, yeah, just first person that oh, right. came to mind.
1: Oh, like live, live, living, living or dead.
0: That's it. Spot on. Yeah.
1: Shit, man. That's loaded. That's loaded. Um. Shit. Uh. Okay. Well, I want to hang out with James Brown. Nice. Kurt Cobain. Mm-hmm. Um. I want to hang out with. Uh, See, I, I'm scared to kind of get some guys that are pre 1900 because they're probably pretty racist. So
0: yes, uh, oh, well, in this climate, my, anyway, you put stuff like that out there, people come after you. So you got to be careful. I understand what you're saying. You can do things quite innocently. You know. uh,
1: um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the last hundred years. Um, yeah, let's go, James Brown, Kurt Cobain, uh, uh, Lemmy nice um uh shit um that's three yeah uh I'm still going here you put me on the spot here my brain doesn't work super fast (laughs) sometimes um um who else do I want um Dude, i
0: my, my just my brain right now. I
1: can't I can't uh three will I can't, do. I can't get it. I can't yeah. Three I will do. stick with that, I'm sorry.
0: No, that's all good. Mate, I better let you head off to the next I'm interview, I'm, a, I'm,
1: a, I'm a I'm a, I'm a music geek, so I'm you know, I'm just gonna wanna hang out with some more rockers and
0: you know what I mean? I, I would too, mate. I'd have Ozzy Osbourne and Rob Halford or someone like that come along as well to compliment the company you've already chosen there. So
1: Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah, I, I keep on forgetting you can you know you can choose the living as well, you know? So yep.
0: Yeah, totally <laughs> or cool, well, david man. bowie there but um mate look uh again uh, look i want to congratulate you on the album um for somebody like myself to get into an album when i get i don't know how many promos i get a week but a bloody lot um so i want to congratulate you on the quality of the album when do you think you'll be down in australia for a tour uh first few months of 2018 i think all right i'll be in the audience then when you guys tour so mate thank you very much thank you so much man i appreciate it My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith, and that was my conversation with Andrew Neufeld from the band Comeback Kid for the Scars and Guitars podcast. Thanks so much for listening.